Welcome to Sunday Night Navi. Sunday Night Navi is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network. 613 on your dial. Tonight's Shia, prophetic vision in the 21st century. The message of Navi Mishonim, the story of the Book of Shmuel. The series will focus on the many messages that the Navi sends us um, for our times. The series is 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 is, is, is dedicated to Zechar Nishmas, Rabbi Rachmiel ben Aramayer, and Ruvain ben Mordechai. Okay. Um, there's a um, there's a topic that we're about to engage that's going to take us till Yontif, um, at which point we'll probably have a little bit of a break, uh, especially the fact even if, even if I don't want to have a break, we have to have a break because we'll Yontif so Sunday, <laughs> so 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 we'll have a break. Um, uh, but I'll let you know. I'll let you know when we'll, we'll go as close to Rosh Hashanah as we can. Um, but but all the yontifs are Sunday, so <laughs> that takes care of that. Um, anyway, um, it's it's the rebellion of Avshalom, and as I sorted it this afternoon, um, it takes up several parochial. So it's gonna it's going to uh, take up a lot of our time. So um, I I, I want to do something slightly different tonight. Um, I want to get to something else first, but then I want to do uh, I want to go through the basic story. Without looking at it inside, and then, 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 then we're going to come back and we're going to analyze each 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 part of it. But there's some very interesting points that I, I read this afternoon uh, that I, I think are very uh, I found I found very interesting in the story. But I want to start uh, with a pasuk uh, that we mentioned last week. That is pasuk Kofay in Perak Yudal. Page two ninety four. If you're in the, if you're in the art school, um, and the pasuk and um, Moshe and, and I actually Moshe Freeland and I disagree on on, on this a little bit. Um, sorry. Um, that's the uh, uh, we disagree about Yosef. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, the pasuk tells us it's per Yudal pasuk Avshalom, there was no other person that was as good looking um, as no one in Israel was as praiseworthy for his beauty as Avshalom. Me, and it says, Mikaf Raglo, the Ad Kad Kado, says on the bottom of his foot to the top of his head. That there was that Absalom was a perfect specimen, as we would say, right? If if there was a concept of a of a male pageant, um, he would win all, all, all he would win all the votes. I mean, would, the Navi really describes him as a a perfect specimen. So now we know that that's always trouble. <laughs> that's always a sign of trouble. Now. Um, now, where, where where does this go back to? So, and we're going to see that he's that 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 aspect of him is gonna is gonna lead him to think that he could do that he could run amok. Um, being handsome um, has its advantages. Now, there are halachos about how how a king is supposed to look, um, and it is advantageous that the king should look handsome because, you know, what my son. Let me say, um, 
if someone is ugly to look at, so 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 we don't you never want to hear what they have to say either because you don't want to look at them. But if someone is 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 you know I I I and you, you ask my wife about this. I always comment about this. I like well dressed people. That's, that's something I'm very very I, I like when I see a well dressed person. And and I I pointed out I said to my wife I said you know when uh, when Obama uh, became president, and so at the Democratic National Convention right before he became president, so he got up to you know he got up to speak. My first comment out of my mouth is, "Ooh, he is wearing a nice suit." Like like he looked, he was wearing a beautiful suit, a nice tie, a, a bright white shirt. I said, "I saw I saw on. That's how you're supposed to look. If you want to be president of the United States, that's how you're supposed to." Look. And 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 I think and I think that's a very important idea. Um, I, I I was I was joking with my mother uh, a couple of weeks ago after they had the ceiling deal with the with Congress and McCarthy came on. He was wearing a beautiful suit too. And I was like, I said, I I, I called my mother. I said, I want to go shopping with him. I like how he's dressed. Um, and, and anyway, it's it's it it has it, there is an attraction to it. You know, people people like seeing that people dress well. Uh, you know, um, fashion magazines would go out of business otherwise. Um, there, you know, there is a concept. At the same time, at the same time, it can be very dangerous. That if a person realizes, uh, you know, how, how, you know, you know that he he is, you know, he he's got the looks and he's got everything going for him, it's it could be a problem. So we know Yosef. So I, I, you know, so so the qu the question is, um, Moshe, if you don't mind, I'm going to quote what you wrote to me. Um, so here, where is he? Here we go. So so Moshe wrote to me after last week's shear. It also says that Yosef, you can see Yosef also lacked the leadership quality to become king. His brothers hated him, and he was and he was he was vindictive. And I know that 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 is not the popular interpretation, but his action was not king-like. The Torah could be saying that he was great, but did not have the character to be king. So when a person is called handsome, that's a code for lacking the character to become king. So I disagree with you on Yosef. I, I think I think Yosef it got him into trouble at the start, but I, I but I think ultimately, I think I think the story of Asha's Potiphar, um, when when the wife of Potiphar tried to to uh, you know, grab onto him, and Yosef realized that Lozu Aderich, you know that that um, uh, this this does not work. Um, then then um, you know that that was a problem. Where's that Gemara? Oh, it's right in front of me. So I, I want to tell you an amazing story. I, I, have to, I have to share with you tonight's we tonight's a little bit limited. Tonight's be a little bit lumpish. Not so lumpish. Let's get here. Gemara tells the following story. It's Gemara Nazir. Let me find that. Let me find that. Come on. Um, a second. Amar Shimon Atzadik. Gemara in Nazir and Dav Dalit. Shimon Atzadik said, "Miyamai lo alchalti asham Nazir tami." In all my days, I never ate of the asham offering of a Nazir who became tami. Right, the Gemara explains that because a Nazir who became Tamani must purify himself and to begin all his terms all over again, he tends to have second thoughts about his original adoption of Naziris. Now, regret about having taken a vow can be the basis for annulling the vow. 
And if the vow is annulled, then the sacrifice is not in order. Because of this concern about the sincerity of Nazirim, who became Tome, Shimon and Tzadik avoided uh, eating their offerings. Me meaning, meaning he was concerned that maybe they will that they will maybe they will change their mind. And therefore he never ate, he never ate um a when a nausea became tame, he has to bring a korban asham, and, and he never ate from the korban because maybe the nausea was going to undo his nazirus. Except for one man, who came to me from the south. This is Shemana Tzadik telling the story. It says he had beautiful eyes, he was good looking, and, he has, and his locks of hair were arranged with curls. I said to Bini, I said to him, why did you become a Nazir? Why would you want to destroy such, be such beautiful hair? So he, so, so he said, I'm so, so he said to me, He says, I was a shepherd for my father in my town. And I went to draw water from the spring. And I gazed at my reflection in the water. And my evil inclination surged over me. And he sought to banish me from the world, meaning to lead me uh, by urging me to use my beauty for, in sinful pursuits. Like he he, he, was, he was looking to, to you know, to, to get at me. Amartilo, I said to my, my, my eight Sahara, my evil inclination, Reka. He said, good for, for nothing. Why are you concerned, conceited in a world that is not yours? That in the end you'll become uh, worms and maggots. By, by the sake of the Yavoda and the base of Migdash, that I shall shave for you for the sake of heaven. Um, in order to fight his vanity, the shepherd valley to become a Nazir and hence to shave his beautiful hair for the sake of heaven. Amaditi Shabinatzadik said, I stood up when Unishaktiv al Rosho. I stood and I kissed him on the head. Amartilo, I said to him, Kimoscha Yibu Nizirim the Israel. May there be many Nizirim like you in Israel. It says that a, a person should, who becomes a Nazir la Hashem. So here's here's a story of a person who who understood the potentials of uh, of beauty um, and what and what and what it could possibly do. And and Shimon Asadik saw the greatness of 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 a person that 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 he was able to fight off his his Yetzirah, his evil inclination. And and use and use his beauty for the right things. Un, un, unfortunately, Avshalom was not that person. So so right away when the when when the Navi introduces us to, to that idea that he was a uh you know that he was good looking, the Navi is already telling us. Now I, I think Yosef, I, I think Yosef there's a split story on Yosef. On the, uh, initially, when when in interaction with his brothers, yes, he, he his looks uh, uh, showed a lack uh, of leadership. But I think later on, it says that Yosef is mechayev everybody else. That that Yosef is mechayev the the good looking people because because Yosef was able to stand up uh, to Asia's Potiphar and walk out and 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 dealt with the consequences um, of that. So Yosef and the end did show did show. Um, leadership. 
So anyway, so anyways, so when the Novi is introducing us, this it's it's already bad news. Uvigalchovas Rosha, Pasakov, says when he when he, when he when he cut his hair, it says, Hayami Kates Yamim Liyamim Ashegolev. So um, that's the continuation of the Gemara that I didn't read to you, that a Nazir Olam. So the Gemara says that Avshalom was a Nazir Olam. A Nazir Olam means he's an eternal Nazir. And and we um, uh, those of you who learn the Daf or happen to learn Masechah's Nazir knows that a Nazir Olam is allowed to cut his hair um, if it becomes too, too overbearing. If the hair grows so much that he can't function, that he's allowed to take a haircut and, and cut and cut his hair. So, so it says that he would cut his hair every year. Because it became very heavy on him. It says, uh, uh, right, the Masudat David points out, Ace Glucho, the time of his cutting his hair, Hayami Sof Shana with Sof Shana. From the, you know, the end of the year uh, to the end of the year. So, and the Radak quotes the Gemara. Amar Razal, ki Avshalom nazi olam hayah. The Naz of Shalom was a Nazir Olam. Cain I saw Kabbalah Biadam. They had this was a tradition that they had. Kimin Hapsukim Lora Uza. Because he said it said um the Radak says it was a Kabbalah that they had. We don't we don't see that. We don't see anywhere in the Psukim that Absalom was a Nazir. Uh look he gadel saro liofi saro hiska ospo. It's possible. That he just didn't take a haircut. That he didn't necessarily have to be a nazir. That 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 he didn't. Uh, he cut his hair because he wanted to show off. And he would do this. And when he got to the point where he couldn't take it anymore, so we take a haircut. So that's a possibility. But they had a tradition that Avshalom was a nazir. Right, and uh, Radak quotes almost verbatim from the Gemara that the Gemara says that they learned from Avshalom from the fact that he cut his hair every year. That if he was that since there was a Kabbalah, he was a Nazir. That someone who was a Nazir Olam is an eternal Nazir. That that when his hair gets too much, which is which is every year, um, he's allowed to uh, cut his hair. I, 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 personally, I, I I don't understand that. I, I think after a couple of months, it could be uh, uh, annoying. But okay, but that's what it that's what it says. Okay, it says so. It says v'shakalas to our show. It says the hair of his head weighed masayim shkalim the evanamel. It said it was it was it was a heavy. I am mishkal masayim shkalim. It weighed like two hundred shkalim. Okay, uh, again again, I I think the the navi is just kind of setting up. Um, you know all, all of the uh, things that are about to happen. By uh, I just wanted to finish the paragraph, and I'm going to tell you my story, uh, the story of Absalom. Anyway, Absalom Shoshabanim. Now, uh, well, one thing I should remind you that Absalom. The last week we spoke about the story of the woman um, who, who 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 told the whole story about 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 a, a, her son and saving her son and and, a, and that there was no one else to yarsh and 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 the purpose of that story it was really a baba Misa, uh was was uh, was to, that David should bring Avshalom back and it says that 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 in the end Avshalom was brought back to Yerushalayim but David did not see him 
David made it very clear that he was, did not condone the, his behavior of killing Amnon. And, and and for two years, the Avshalom was in Yerushalayim, and he did not say, we're going to see that, we're going to see that, we're going to see how we're, we get to, uh, the, that's what we're going to get to today. Now, now, so it says, says, he had three sons and one daughter, and he called her Tamar. He And she was a beautiful woman. Well, if he was handsome, then it makes sense. Right? Ben and Bas Rabbi Shmuel. Right? Okay. Um, like we said on Tishabov, the daughter of, and son of Rabbi Shmuel. Uh, now, um, the somewhere somebody points out, and I saw this before, that even though he had grandchildren from Avshalom, he still didn't see him. Now, I don't know if that means he didn't see the grandchildren. Maybe he saw the grandchildren. We did not, we did not see him. He didn't go to the bris. It says it says he, he he lived in Yerushalayim for two years, uh, but he did not come to see the king. The king did not want to see him. You know, um, there's a there's a fascinating vort, right? Um, with with the nachash, right? You know, the nachash that that convinced uh, Adam and Chava, right, to Chava to eat from the Eitzadas. So, what was the punishment? Well, what was the punishment? So it says he lost his legs and and he crawled on the ground and he had to eat from the dust on the earth. But if you think about it, the Nachash was told that you know you'll always have food because there's always dust on the earth. So like you won't have to you don't have to. But but when a person always has what he needs, the, um, what Hakadosh Baruch Hu was saying to him, get it, get out of my life. Here's what you need to survive. I don't want to ever talk to you, you know. And 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 sometimes that could be the worst punishment, uh, the punishment of of uh, of of omission uh, of that that I don't want to have anything to do with you. Uh, it sometimes is the most powerful punishment. And David was sending a very very strong message that that you know this kind of behavior cannot be tolerated. Now, now it doesn't mean that David was okay with what Amnon did. We we discussed we discussed that 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 David issued uh, an Isser on Yichud. That, that you can't, you know, a boy and a girl can't be alone in a room. Uh, we, we, we discussed that. But but at the same time, um, vigilante warfare is, is not something that David Amela really approved of. And, and it doesn't work. Okay, now. Um, so, Vayishlach Avshalom El Yoav. So, Avshalom sent the message to Yoav. Lishloach also El Amela. That Yoav should should intercede and get him a, a, an audience with the king. Below Aval of Oilov. Yoav did not want to come and see him. He didn't want to come. Um, so Vaishlach Od Shainis, Vlo Aval of And he did it a second time. He sent him a message, please come and see me. And and he did not come. So what is so what so what is what does Avshalom do? Uh something really not nice. Vayomar Alavadov. So Avshalom tells his servants, Ru Khalkas Yoav El Yadi. He says, Yoav has a field that's right next to my field. He owns a field right next to mine. Um, he, has, he grows barley in that field. He goes, go set the field on fire. Uh, and they went and they set his field on, on fire. Right. So the Radak seems to imply when it says l'chu, I mean l'chu means let us go, uh, or go. There are that ratzalomah shu atzbo yelech imahem. 
He, say, he says that the Radak implies that maybe even they, that Avshalom went along uh, with, with him. So they, so they set his field on fire. So Yoav got up. He came to Avshalom's house. He said, what are you doing? Why, why, why did you, why did you set my, my house, my field on fire? Really not nice. Uh, not, not a nice thing to to do. Um, now this exchange is actually interesting. Vayomer Av Sholom El Yom. He said, "I sent you a message. Ba'hena, come here. Veshlecha uska elamelech lemor. And 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 I wanted you to you know to go to go to go to the king." Come here, and I may send you to the king and say, "Yeah, Lama Basi mi Gishor. Why did I leave the city of Gishor when I was with my uh, grandparents? Totally owed on Isham. I was better off there. I'm here, and you won't see me. So what did I, what did, what, did I, what did I need to to come here? Viata, and now Erepine Amela. I want to go. Uh, let me let me. I will go see the king. If the king feels that that I deserve Misa, writes the Mishnah, wrote, wrote Saloma, Birosi Panav, uh, Ashiv uh, Amarim, Amaharati Asamu. He said, I will, you know, well, we will, we will uh, uh, talk it out. He said, he says, he says that the king feels that I should be killed and executed, then then you know I I will accept it. Uh so so it did get on Avshalom's nerves that David did not, did not want to see him. Um uh so so he said now So Yoav goes to the king and he tells him about the meeting with Avshalom, Avshalom, Says that the, the that uh, he came and he, he prostrated himself to the ground by uh, and the king kissed Avshalom. Uh, I, I I don't need to tell you, um, you know uh, you know we know a lot about this in this generation. A wayward child, you know, uh, a child uh, quote off the derech, um, you know. You know, on the one hand, you know, you know, you want to send a message that uh, bad behavior is not tolerated. On the other hand, you don't want to push them away, right? There's a Gemara that says that we, you know, we 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 push away with the left and we makare with the right, 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 right. And the same act that we're pushing away, we're bringing in close. Um, you know, it's 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 a very hard concept. You know, bottom line, it was his child, and. and I don't know what the message he was sending, David was sending of Shalom here, but some kind of, but clearly there was a message of some kind of rec reconciliation. That, that that's clear, and, and that's how, and that's how and that's how Perik Perik Yudalit uh, Yudal ends. Now, okay, so let me. I want I want to share this whole thing with you. Uh, I thought it was interesting. It, it, okay. So I, I said before. So I'm gonna. I want to present you the rebellion, and then and then we're gonna and then probably next week because it'll probably take me the rest of the time. Um, 
we'll, or, or if we still have time, we'll start a little bit this way. Then we'll go back and we'll, we'll go into the Pesukim and we'll, you know, we'll iron out, you know, all the details. Yeah, so, uh, 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 you know, I want to read some of this to you. Here, and he makes some, um, I'm not sure who wrote this, but I, I found it's in his, from Israel. Some an organization called Ashuba. So anyway, that's it. Anyway, Rak la Akrash his payes of Shalom, Kafui Tova Imaviv, who a held the merit. This is really an introduction to Parak Tesvah. He says, after Avshalom was Kafui Tova. What does Kafui Tova mean? Denies ungrateful. Kafui Tova means ungrateful. The Bali Musa say that Kafui Tova is a midam huar biyasa. A person who is ungrateful for things that is done for him is the worst kind of person. Now we know that. When you're not grateful, when people do things for you, that's the worst kind of mita. And, and Avshalom really, really needed to watch himself because he really could have been executed uh, for, for what he did. And the king had the right to because the king has a certain co-op. We discussed that. Uh, we discussed that with the Gera Maleki, that he killed the Gera Maleki because the king has the right to do that. It's called... It's called, it's called um, it's called um Horash And that's that's something that that you know that's an authority that 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 the king has that you know that that that, that he's gonna do. So I'm sure I really need to watch himself because really he got he got a sweet deal. Um the fact that the king even let him back into his house w- w- was enough. But 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 you know it, you know when you're when you're conceited and when you're arrogant, you read messages differently than when when you're when you have a little sense of, of humility. You know, we've been learning. Um, you know, we learn Perkyovos every Shabbos afternoon here in the shul. You know, we go for the week's parak. Uh, uh, we started uh, three years ago. That that every week we go through the whole parak. Uh, that we, we, I, I give a shear, um, uh, an hour and a quarter before mincha every Shabbos afternoon, and we go through the whole parak. Like, like the, as the minute gets to learn Pirkei Avos. There were two messages of Pirkei Avos that so resonate uh, uh, beyond. One is to be humble. There's so many times that that that, that the, the, the Mishnah warns us about humility. Having ma'ot shafel ruach, to be humble. And, and, and that HaKadosh Baruch is looking at you and, and, and he's watching you. And and, and the, the big boss is, is going to pay back. Um, you know that the Mishnah tells us the other message is Limara Torah is the importance of learning Torah, and 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 it's so clear, and and so clear that, that so so you know you know and, and all of the times where this has gotten lost, you know you have failures, yeah you, you have epic epic fails. Moshe Rabbeinu who embraced the Mita of Anava is is <laughs> I don't need to tell you the significance of Moshe Rabbeinu. Torah Sibalanu Moshe, you know he he is the Eternal, the the eternal um, uh, passer on of the Torah, and, and and his name is associated forever with with, with Limud Torah, um, you know, because and, and it's because of his humility. David, we've seen so many times because of his humility, uh, you know, he became, uh, you know, you Israel You know, we see that by the Avos, we see that we see that by the Imahos. You know, that you know, humility is the way to go. Uh, it, it, this 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 life is too short for arrogance. It, it, there's no room for it. it it's just, and, and 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 as Chazal tell us, it, it takes us off the course. It, it 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 prevents us from from focusing on the things that we're because we're always because we're so you know messed up in our head 
that that oh I got it myself and aggrandizement you know is is more important than, than than anything else that we that we don't think straight. It, 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 it was this week's parak. It, it it removes a person from the world. Avshalom should have been kissing the floor of the palace that David let him back after what he did. Now now again I I, I know we spoke about whether you know it was deserving not deserving it's irrelevant but. But it wasn't the right thing to do because we have a, we have a Sanhedrin and we have a we have a we have a process, and and and, and his kafui tova his 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 lack of gratitude led him on a, on a path of of a rebellion. Shekol's man shaya avshalom nazuf al yedei As long as avshalom was was uh, scorned by the king. Lo yachol levatzea as zamamolim robemel. He couldn't. He couldn't uh, amass his rebellion. Avshalom shamatara avurom makdeshes esa emsaim bechol emsaim kshirim miskanen umevin esa merit b'shalovim. So it says that um, it says that that Avshalom he he created the rebellion in levels. He says b'hatzchala who noheg b'taksisay gedula, right? At first, and, we're gonna, and that's really it's really the first pasuk of the next parak. It says that that he he uh, he had chariots and he had and he had people following him, and, and then you know that that was his first step. And then it says Avshalom Hayagonevis Leifa'am. It says that Avshalom would steal the hearts of the people. Shayamashkim Kum Ve'Omei Liadashar Shoel Shlomamis Anashim Abayim Ladin. He would stand at the gate. Uh, of the people that were coming to the king for judgment, and and Marella and and he would he would show that he would show his uh, concern for them. And then he would say that 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 the, the king is not going to hear you in the way that that I'm listening to you. Right, he he would play a game with them. He would see he would act humble, and but but in fact he would he would try to turn every person uh, uh, against him. Now the other thing was it says that he was forty, um, and. Um, and he was concerned that David was going to give the kingdom to Shlomo, and that's why he wanted to take the kingdom while David what uh, was alive. Now it's interesting. Um, he points out here that that there was a there was a child older than him, but his, his name was Kilav. But apparently, Kilav was one of the great Sadiqim ever to live, one of the people that never sinned. And and it says and, and he uh, and he writes here that he was Mivater al Hamalucha. He did not want to be the king. Because he wanted to spend, he was a Kolo guy. He wanted to spend his time in Kolo. And it says that he was the, the one of the great Talmud Chachamim of the entire generation. Um, so so the next thing in line after Amnon was 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 uh, was Avshalom. And now, interesting, uh, something I always pointed out, we're going to see that he goes to Hebron. That's the next step, going to Hebron. Hebron is where David Amelah started. Hebron, as I, I pointed out in the past, Hebron is the place where, where, where you know, all, all, all good, all good things uh, begin for the Jewish people. The, the kedusha, right? The, the, I mentioned uh, many times the Mishnah in Yuma that says that the avodah on Yom Kippurim wouldn't begin until they saw the sun rising over Hebron. They would look at, they would look at the uh, horizon, and they, 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 they saw 
passed and they saw where Hebron was and, that, and that's and when they saw the sun rising over Hebron, the Kohen Gadol would be called and in fact that was true even every, uh, on a regular basis, but particularly on Yom, on Yom HaKippur um, now um, so he goes to Hebron um, and it says to, to to take care of his Nidorah and it says that he, uh, he you know he, he wanted to but he was going to become king in Hebron and, and and in the same way that David became king in Hebron, he was going to do it too. And it says they invited two hundred people from Yerushalayim that went with him. Now, now he quotes a, a Gemara that says that that when when Absalom went to David, he said he said that when I go to Hebron, could you write a letter that two people should accompany me? Um, and David Amel asked him, "Who are these people?" And he says, "I, I don't know." He says, just write, just write me a letter that two people can come with me. So it says that Absalom would take the letter and, and it would show it to two people, and then he would show it to another two people, and then another two people, and then another two people, and he would gather for himself uh, a people uh, that they should go that they should go with him. So he started to gather uh, uh, you know a uh, an army. Uh, and, and this is this is how he did it. And eventually, he, you know, he, he gathered a, a a very a very big force. Now, David Amelech writes. Now, eventually, this led to David Amelech to to um, evacuate Yerushalayim. Now, what why why did he evacuate Yerushalayim? Because David Amelech was concerned that 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 he'll attack Yerushalayim and he'll kill all the people in the city. And 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 David and and David would, in no circumstances, uh, want, wanted that on, on his conscience. Um, uh, now, and and when people came, and people came, so immediately when so immediately when the word got to David uh, that that Absalom was rebelling, so that that that's what he did. He he made sure that that they evacuated the city. He was concerned that they, he would destroy the city. David Right, interesting. It, it doesn't say that David uh, mounted an army. It says he just he just ran away uh, because because David understood that this was part of the punishment for back to to to, to Uriah and Bathsheba. Uh, so so he runs away. Um, he has a friend whose name is Itai Agiti. Um, and he convinces him to uh, uh, go back um, to to the city, right? Right, David was concerned with the covet of the Aaron Hashem. Says the Kohanim, uh, uh, the Kohanim. Uh, brought out the Aaron when, when David evacuated. The Kohanim took the Aaron with him, and and, and David sent them back. Uh, and and he, he actually wanted people. It was actually a very smart plan. Uh, he wanted people um, to 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 be to be there in the city who were were his fans, so he could find out exactly you know how what yeah what's going on. But he needed uh, he needed he needed reports. Uh, Anyway, so, so 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 these are the seeds of the rebellion. Uh, uh, of course, you know at the end that Absalom was not successful, thank God, and and eventually his hair uh, was his undoing as his hair got caught in the trees, and Yoav eventually goes and catches him and kills him, and uh, and we're going to see we're going to see that David as a as a 
negative reaction to the death of Avshalom, um, not a reaction of relief. And and Yoav, Yoav will tell him that that you know people get, put put their necks on the line for you. You need to uh, uh, you need to you know to 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 show to show some kind of appreciation for that. That's 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 the story. So so let's let's just start a little bit parak tesvav, and then we're going to get heavy into all the details next week. Okay. It's bottom page 296 if you're in the art school. So made for himself chariots and horses. And 50 men uh, ran before him. Uh, they were, you know, they were decorated. They were... Uh, to run before him as royal honor guards, right? They were, they were, you know, significant people. Behishkim Avshalom. Avshalom would wake up early in the morning. It says that was his his uh, Radak says it as well that this is what he would do every morning. Uh, it says that he would wake up in the morning. He would stand by the gate. It says, in any person who had a fight with the king for justice, Avshalom would call out to him and say, What city do you come from? And they and he and they would um and he said, Your servant is from such and such tribe in Israel. Um so so Musudat David says, Lavo, who midera chiba? He would he, he would he, he would ask the question in a in a in an embracing way, in a way that showed interest and showed the love. Lisholas adam mekomo vinyana. In other words, he Avshalom spoke to them in a way that showed interest in them. Like uh, I want to know who you are. Like 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 tell me who you are. Like, like welcome welcome. You know here's a here's a latte. Uh, you know uh, you know have a coffee with me. You know. Right, everyone would, would answer them depending on where he came from. What shevet? Aloha here. It says they didn't. He didn't. They didn't say what what city. you call Yisrael Nikarim Avshalom. was not familiar with all the cities. And if he would have asked about the city, that would have even been a more uh, of an of an embracing um, idea. So it says that he, so so he anyway. So he would he would he would ask him, you know, how are they doing, and 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 you know what's up. Now, vayomer elav avsholom, rei devarecha tovim unechochim. Right, avsholom said to him, "Look, your words are good and proper." Meaning, he would butter them up. He would say, "You have a good argument." V'shomea ein lecha me'esamela, and he said to them, "But there is no one before the king to understand you." Meaning, if you'll go to the king, if you go to the king, and 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 tell him your story, they don't, they won't understand you. Kashesiperlo It says when when he would hear the the, the case that was involved, Amalo, I see in your heart that you're right. and and the halacha follows you. But he said, but there's nobody in the king's court that will be able to listen to you and understand it in the way that I understand. Wrote Salomar 
Right, so he was he was very uh, manipulative, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, he he really was he really was he had a plan. Uh, you, you have to yeah you have to give credit to, to you know. So some sometimes uh, you know it's not that we accept evil, but but we appreciate the um, the coordination uh, of of what of what what they're trying of what they're trying to do. If you look at some of the great the great evil dictators in history can't say they're dumb people <laughs> they were not dumb at all they were pretty smart actually um they just were evil uh, motion freelander that's the scene in in space seed i'll tell you about it afterwards you, you i'm sure you remember um anyway um i'm saying i'm saying but like like you gotta admire uh, you know from an intellectual standpoint right i i think i, I think you know, we can look at things intellectually and emotionally. Emotionally, he's evil. No question about it. Intellectually, he, he, he's going about this in the right way. Yeah. Vayomer uh, Avshalom. So Avshalom said, and we'll just finish up to Pasuk Zion and then we'll, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll stop. Vayomer Avshalom. Me yisimeni shofet ba'aretz. Then Avshalom said, if only someone would appoint me a judge, va'alaya kol ish, yellow river mishpat, but he's active. He says, and, and everybody who has a who has a dispute or judgment could come to me. I will judge him fairly. Yeah, it's actually a hard comment because it implies Rotsaloma ya matzika sadin mishpat. He said, anybody who will come to me, I, I will, uh, you know, I'll, I'll make it right for them. It's a very hard statement because if you're a judge, somebody's got to be right, somebody's got to be wrong. So, so we're not really sure exactly what he, you know, it's, it's hard to understand what he was really saying, you know, you know, because, uh, because um, not everybody's going to be right. So, 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 you know, so really, you see, it was really, it was really manipulation. Like he was saying, oh, don't worry, you know, you come to me, everything is going to be, every, everything is going to be good. It says when it says and and it was whenever anyone came near him to prostrate to, to bow before him, right? He gave out uh, I told you, he gave out lattes. They, 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 he would stretch out his hand and take hold of him and kiss him. Uh, I mean, I mean, he was uh, right, that's where the idea of kissing babies come from when you're running for for office, right? Uh, Absalom was 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 absolutely determined to. To really endear himself to the people, um, and it says Avshalom did all of this to the to the Jewish people. And Yisrael. I, I like that term. It says he stole the hearts of the people. He through his deceit. Essentially, uh, um, he he was able to pull the Jewish people towards him. Now, one one of the things that was was I also think was smart was it, it, a rebellion with the with the, the hundred people wasn't going to work. Uh, that would have been put down. But but if he has a a major force of people that are rallying behind him, then you know it could it could it could work out. Um, so. So the seeds are planted. 
And David Amelech, you know, writes, Ms. Morla David. Where was that? Um, it says that he wrote a a a, a parak of Tehillim as he was running away from from Absalom. So you know, so the Gemara asked the question. He should have said a kina, or why is it say a, a song? So, so the Gemara talks about how 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 when he saw that that the, the evil was coming from inside his house, he thought that was better than from outside because he felt inside his house um, they, they would have more mercy on him. Uh, I don't think that's true by Absalom. I think Absalom was was absolutely out to usurp the throne and, and kill his father. Right. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see in many months from now, Adoniah, who I think was different. Adoniah, when he wanted to be king, he wanted to be king after his father died, not while his father was alive. Absalom was out to take the throne right now. And we see already all the seeds that, that he laid and, and he planted. And, 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 and it created a very dangerous situation. For David and, and and his followers, so so we have to we have to see that have to see that further. Okay, we're going to stop here for tonight. Um, I think we'll do one more week at eight forty-five uh, next week, and I, I think probably the week after we'll probably fall back to eight thirty. Um, so just uh, just check your local listings for time and place in your area, and um, just be aware. So we'll stay at eight forty-five for next week. Uh, it's going to be a few minutes after Dominic to get myself together, um, and. Um, and we'll eventually we're going to fall back to eight o'clock. But I assume, I assume, as I told you, we're obviously going to be off for the Yantav season. Uh, even if I don't want to be off, we're going to be off because it's all Yantav on Sundays. Um, and then uh, you know, after after Yantav, we'll, we'll be back to eight o'clock. So so uh, so just uh, be aware of that. Anyway, thanks to everyone for coming on. Uh, as always, um, again, anyone who missed it, uh, it'll be up on the podcast. And uh, last week's, uh, I, I apologize. Last week was very delayed in getting up on the podcast. Um, but it's up there now. If you missed the Amuna Shir, which 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 part uh, part four, I think we're up to part four. Part four is is Wednesday night at nine twenty. Um, uh, part three is uh, I again I was delayed in that, but it's now up on the, on the podcast, so you can catch it. Um, you're not not required to listen to it before you come to Wednesday night Shir. So if you want to look, come to Wednesday night Shir, uh, uh, if you don't have the link, uh, Moshe Freelander has it, uh, or anyone in my show if you know them or me, or you could just te text me and I'll be happy to send it to you. Okay, take care. Have a great week. Everyone stay healthy. And uh, if you're going on vacation, enjoy your vacation uh, and uh, uh, health and wealth and time to enjoy it. Take care. Thank you.